The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to George's Box, Something Yankees, where every day, me, JJ, is trying to give you something Yankees to think about, talk about, debate. I don't know. We just need something Yankees. Today, I am joined by Andy. Andy is 18 years old. He's a senior in high school in San Diego, California. And I just can't think of, like, just a cooler thing. Just a cooler thing to be as a 35-year-old married man from New York who's living in Philadelphia. Andy, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Good, man. Thanks for coming on. So like to put things in perspective, I'm, as I said, 35 years old. Um, I, When I was growing up, the coolest shows on TV were like 90210, um, Saved by the Bell. There was a show like California Dreams. Like TV was just high school teenagers. In, like in California, and they were all the coolest people. So like on the East Coast, especially around my age, it's just like Cali teens have always been the coolest. Like, damn, Daniel. Like, that's all you guys are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a surfer dude or whatever. I know some, but like, I don't know. We're just, I like to think that we're just normal. But Probably I remember, <laughs> yeah, there was like a girl that moved to our school from New Jersey, and she said that we were like way different than the guys that lived that she went to school with. So I don't know. Maybe well, we are different. I mean, it's definitely a slower like way of life or like approach to life. Whenever I work with, I work for a company that's based in California. And so when I work with California based mm-hmm. people, it's just, it's a little more laid back. Whereas like East coasters were like, go, 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 go. And we die early of heart attacks because of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, yeah, that bothers so, my dad who, uh, used to live in New York. So, okay. So that's what I was going to ask. So you, you're born and raised San Diego. Um, Born in 2001, but you're a Yankee fan. Yeah. And that's because your dad's from the East Coast? Yeah, grew up in New York and uh, was a diehard fan, so I was born into it. Have you been to Yankee Stadium? I have, yes. Okay, cool. I keep talking to people who haven't made the – who have never been to Yankee Stadium, and I'm just like – I feel bad for – I'm just like, I don't know how you live your life. Like, this is the greatest (laughs) place Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's uh, I went to the old stadium actually once. I don't really remember it too well, but yeah. 
it's good. It's important. I'm sure your dad was probably just like, I gotta, I gotta get him there. Like I have a yeah. four month old and we, she was going to opening day, even though she'll never remember it. But like <laughs> yeah. we were planning on being at opening day. Um, so being 18, you're born in 2001, you missed out on the dynasty. You were alive in 2000, like in 2009, you're alive, but you know, you're eight years old. Not much really translates there. So you really, I always say like 10 to 12 is like when you really start like paying attention and like understanding baseball. So you went through, you're really getting into baseball when we are just like not making the playoffs. The core four is retiring. They're really, they're not, the core four is not anywhere near as good as like what they were. I mean, Mariano still was, but like, it's a, it's just a different thing for you, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I vaguely remember 09. It wasn't like, a, it was just like, oh, cool, this is cool. Like, they won. But, like, you know, obviously it's different than if they were to win today. And then, yeah, I mean, then they were trying to repeat or add on another for those guys until 2012. And then I remember 2012 pretty well. I remember them getting swept by Detroit, Jeter breaking his ankle, all that. And then, yeah, 2013. Yeah, it was tough. 2013 through 2016 was just... uh bunch of no names you had guys like vernon wells coming in and i was like i mean i didn't i knew they weren't as good but like to me it was like still the yankees i guess so i was is there any part of you that as you're like kind of coming up on this that is just like yo dad this team stinks like what are we doing here (laughs) no actually he was more of the one that would say that and then like my friends would actually like give me shit for it all the time and then i'd be like not be you now like shut up, fuck you, whatever. But then like me and they're and all Padres like, yeah, fans they anyway. So it's like, what do you? Guys yeah, think? I was like, and then but then my dad would be like, God, they suck, and I'd be like, Yeah, I know. But you know, only Yankee fans can say that. So. Yeah, no, only like only I can call my sister ugly. Um, exactly. So, like, what is your perception as someone who's like eighteen years old of like a Derek G- of like the core four? What's Jeter Pettit? Mo, Jorge, like, are are these guys, like, wh- yeah, just what is your, what do you think of them? I mean, I love them. I mean, they're not, like, my guys, technically, because I only saw the tail ends of their career, but, like, in a way that felt like it, just because when I first started watching, they were the guys on. Obviously, all the Yankee fans love them, and I have, obviously, great respect for what they did and all the championships they won in the late 90s, but I wish I got to live through that, for sure. Like, I... So my whole thing is, like, I don't give a shit about Don Mattingly because he retired when I was 10 and he didn't win a championship. And, like, maybe if they didn't win championships, you know, four or five years right after he retired, it'd be different because be like, oh, that guy had won an MVP. Like, that's all we had. You know, like, it was almost like, like Don Mattingly was, like, my dad's guy. Mm-hmm. And then... He and then right away, like my guys came in and they started winning the World Series. And so it's just like my guys are always going to be better than (laughs) your guys. Whereas, like, your dad's got, you know, I'm sure your dad, you know, had the Don Manningly era too, but like he saw all these championships. And based on you being 18 and me just doing some ballpark math, like your dad was in a, at like a a prime age for that dynasty. Yeah. He actually, he went to some of the 98 games in uh, San Diego. Uh, for the World Series because he was already living out here. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it's prime age for sure. Nice. Um, when you look at this, the team that we have now, that where you know, when you think of like a Judge, Sevy, uh, Gary, 
Um, you know, I don't know who else. I, I think we we tried to make it Patances for a little bit there, but like, do you are you like how hopeful are you that like this group is your like core for your you know whatever they're going to be called? Yeah, um, I mean, I remember after twenty seventeen, I thought I thought the championships would be coming. I mean, it was naive of me, but I'm I think we all that, did. We all were yeah. like, once you get you get like right to that to yeah, that edge. Um, and I was like, this wasn't our year. I mean, just imagine what we're going to be like next year and all that. And I was thinking it's going to be late 90s all over again. But I think it just puts into perspective how hard it, it is to do what that 90s, what those 90s teams did. Especially when the other team knows what's coming. <laughs> that's that's true. That's a good point. Um, so, like, are, do you – obviously, I think we're all hopeful. Like, I am hopeful that, you know, all these guys go out and win championships and Judge gets an MVP or two. But I think just being, you know, almost 10 years older than him, like, he'll, this group will never be my guys. Like, my guys are all retired. Um, mm-hmm. Are you worried at all that, like, if they can't get it done somehow and then, you know, contracts come up and people leave, like, you may never have like a group of your guys. Cause I look at people who are, you know, if you're a little older than me, like who were, you, you know, your guys, like, you know, Danny Tartable and Mel Hall and just guys that you probably don't even know about that stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, I mean, especially if the season gets canceled, I'm pretty optimistic, but uh, that will uh, creep into my head of, is the window like getting a little close? I mean, I don't think it is, but I, I'm hopeful we can get at least one out of these guys at some point. So speaking of like whether or not we'll get a season, we talked a little bit about this offline. Uh, so you just like you're done with school pretty much. Like you're a senior, you're a graduating senior. Your grades can't go down. Yeah, the big thing is like I'm in like the second biggest school district in California. So like they had to make sure everyone has like online uh, can be online at their house. So it's like just starting today or like online learning. But like the way it goes is like you your grades can't go down at all. So, I mean, there's not really an incentive to do much. So it's basically done. Yeah. How are your parents? Like, if you're just like, hey, fuck off. Like, I'm just not, like, I'm just not doing any work. Like, my grades can't go down. They told me that. Like, I'm going to, you're going to Gonzaga. Congratulations. Good school. We'll never win a national championship. But (laughs) All right. (laughs) I mean, I just don't, I'm not even a college basketball guy. That's just a thing I know is Gonzaga's not getting there. No, I think they will, but it's all right. (laughs) Um. (laughs) If you're just like, hey, like, fuck off, my grades can't go down. Is that the end of it? They just don't care. Uh, no, they want me to. They want me to stay on top of it because they're like, you don't want to go to college and like having done jack shit for like eight months and then just being overwhelmed. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be forced to do the work, but it's all right. All right. Um, did you have any plans to get to Yankee Stadium this year? Mm, not. No, not yet. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes. We like to try to go once a summer, once every other summer, but I don't know about this year. Yeah, I'm just always curious like about people's travel plans that were canceled like with all of this because I think even if we get baseball, I don't think there'll be fans for the whole season. No, yeah. Especially I mean, I when you look were... at like New York. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, they're talking about Arizona maybe, which would make sense. You put everyone in one uh, area, but I don't know. Yeah, it feels like a cash grab, and you're also asking these people to, like, you need everyone who's involved with it would have to quarantine from their families, and I don't know that people want to do that in these times. Yeah, when you think about all the logistics and stuff, it, it might it's going to be tough to get a season in, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. Um, so that, so I mean, that's an 18 year old's point of view on the core four on the like. It's weird. Like when you, as you see these guys go in the Hall of Fame, do you? Are you just like, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, that's a certain, like, to me, to a certain extent, like, I know Mickey Mantle did all these things, but, like, I'm more entertained with his off-the-field stories than on the field of just, like, <laughs> you know, getting a blowjob under the bleachers. Um, yeah. Like, go as these guys go into the Hall of Fame, does it, like, do anything for you? Or is it just, like, being essentially a remote fan, you know, so far away? Is it just, like, here's one other thing to shit talk to my Padres friends? No, I mean, I think it's cool for sure since I got to see like the tail ends of those guys' career. But I mean, it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, like that's expected. Like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, no way. Like, I just kind of expect that to happen. I don't know. So I feel like in my age range, people got way more emotional than they yeah, really probably. Like, should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just like, oh, that's cool. But like, you know, I just expected that to happen. Cool, man. Well, that's an 18-year-old's perspective who's lived in San Diego, which is just like it it's always interesting to me to talk to people who are Yankee fans who, you know, are from other places, don't really get to like go to the stadium, you know, and I get some of the people who are like, oh, "I live in like upstate New York." Like, great, it's still New York, but like when you're San Diego, you think about like, you know, parents who've moved around and things like that. Um, and just kind of this generational gap, like becoming a baseball fan, like really becoming a baseball fan in like 2013 or like 2012, like that sucks. <laughs> that would really like just Jeter <laughs> snaps his ankle great. and now I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great, but uh, you know, cool, it's gonna man. make the it's gonna make the first World Series that much sweeter. Yeah, I can't wait till you get yours because I need another one. Um, you could follow Andy on uh, Twitter at Andy Manso. One, it'll be tagged in something about this. Andy, before I let you go, you got anything else for uh, for the people? Uh, no, man. Thanks for thanks for having me on, dude. Well, thanks for coming on, everyone. Stay safe. Stay in your houses. Don't go outside. Just pretend there's a smog out there or something. Unless you got to walk your dogs. Take care of your dogs. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.